Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I'm your host, Logar the Barbarian, and today I'm joined by Richard, the author of Fantasy Adventure and host of the D Future Show. Welcome. Hi, Logar. Thanks for having me on. Uh, no doubt. No, thank you for coming on. And we wanted to talk a little bit to start with, at least, about Fantasy Adventure. Yeah. So, uh, Fantasy Adventure is my rules like RPG. It's a, as the name suggests, a fantasy RPG. Um, and it is designed to be sort of the shortest distance between, hey, I want to try RPGs, and you are playing an RPG that there is available. <laughs> uh, so the uh, the kind of character generation is you have three stats. They are body, mind, and senses. Uh, you, you have a number in those stats. You add that to a d20 roll. Big numbers are good. Small numbers are bad. That's kind of it. Um, <laughs> so it's, yeah, it, it character generation takes like five minutes including thinking up your character's name and deciding what magical abilities they have if they have a magical ability um and, and yeah that's pretty much it so it's it's designed to be really really simple designed really to teach people about rpgs so people who've been playing for many years and have you know tussled with the the complications of uh, pathfinder or anything like that uh, are not, th this is much, much simpler than that. This is for people who go, I'd like to give it a go, and you don't want to go, okay, so hit points are to do with constitution, uh, and your armor class is to do with your constitution, and your, you know, it, none of that. It's just pick three numbers, go, is kind of the idea. That's the, that's the concept. Excellent. So is it, I'm assuming it's classless? Uh, so it, it isn't, it isn't. It kind of, it, it encourages you to think of a class. Mm -hmm. But really, uh, your the nature of your character is des described by your stats. So you have 25 points to split in blocks of five between uh, your body, your mind, and your senses. So you're either going to be good at two things and bad at one thing, or you're going to be amazing at one thing and bad at two. So out of that comes your class. So if you put all of your points into, or you put 15 into uh, mind, you're going to be a wizard or a sorcerer or something like that. But there are no special rules if you're a wizard as opposed to a sorcerer, as opposed to a cleric. You, you're just, you, you're, you're a guy and you're good at, at mind stuff. So you're good at magic. So how does that magic work in this? If you have 10 points in mind, you get one magical ability. If you have 15 points in mind, you have two magical abilities. Uh, they are a kind of agreed between you and the GM. Basically, they're going to do two damage where a normal attack will do one damage. But they could be uh, a freezing ray. They could be a spell of silence. Wh whatever it is, it's kind of down to the GM to make the adventure celebrate whatever that is. So you, you kind of decide what it is you want. And I've had players do all sorts of, of crazy things. One player decided they just wanted to grow really big. Great. <laughs> you grow really big, that's your magical ability. Another person, yeah, they wanted to be able to cast an area of silence. But you can be fireball, you can be, um, you know, ice breath, whatever it is, you pick a thing. And then when you want to do it, you roll your d20. And if your score is, uh, is, your, is 12 or more, you succeed. Uh, so if you've got, if you're, uh, you've put all your points into mind, a critical fail, a one is a fail, otherwise you succeed. You get six uses of that spell across the uh, adventure, mm -hmm. so you can take them off as you go. So it's just, it's really, really simple. Again, the, the idea being the shortest possible distance between finding out how a rule works and being able to use it immediately. So if I'm going to run this game, I'm assuming I want to, uh, I want to pull out some monsters and other horrible things to throw at people. Could you talk mm -hmm. to that a little bit? 
Yeah, so uh, the book comes with some some kind of suggested monsters, but again, monsters are really easy. Uh, again, I thought, how little can I put into it? So a monster has an armor score, how hard it is to hit, an attack score, how hard it hits, hit points, and if it's got some magical or strange ability, then uh, I'd include that. But like a goblin, armor score 15, attack score 10, two hit points. That's it. So when we're with our weapons and everything, is there a large range of damage? Am I using different dice for the different weapons and all like you do in D&D? Or how, do you, how is no, the damage approach? Su super simple. Damage does one point. Uh, unless you find in your quest a magical weapon, that'll do two points. Yeah, if, you've, if you're using your, like, your, if you use a fireball or whatever, that's going to do two points. Otherwise, one point of damage. What, a lot of folks tend to, you know, have their, their games that they are playing a lot of times, like, you know, mm -hmm. fifth edition or whatever edition they like to play. Um, it sounds like the reason you might want to deviate from playing what you normally play with this is to introduce new players to the game without the complexities of the game is would i be wrong in it, saying that yeah no exactly that so um i i wrote the game to to run it at a uh, church youth club mm -hmm. so i had uh we, we we had different nights for different things and we wanted a kind of free do what you want night and i thought well i could run a game <laughs> Why not? I'll bring a D20. Big numbers are good. And I thought, I just it just needs a little bit more structure than big numbers are good. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like the minimum structure to help everyone understand how it works. So it's not like, oh, that's so unfair. I got a 12. That should be enough. Whatever. It's it's clear what the number should be. But but otherwise, it's it's super, super simple. So it was written to introduce teenagers to, to the system. Um, I've run it for uh, children as young as, I think, 10. Mm -hmm. But I, I mean, anyone who can take a number and, and add another number to it, pretty much this system will work for. Um, it's designed to be run for one shot. So we, we would have, we would start the uh, the session, we'd have about two hours to play, hand out character sheets. There you go. You've got 25, split that between those three senses. And you kind of, the, the so the rules kind of talk through a, a flow and I would just run that at the table. So people would come having no idea who they were going to be. They'd all be named after pop stars or wrestlers. Because <laughs> um, they were teenagers, so um, uh, Halsey and John Cena would have uh, would have their um, their, their stats. <laughs> you talk through their equipment, give it a bit of character, introduce the adventure, um, and sometimes the adventures would follow on after each other, but they didn't have to. Um, and it wasn't until lockdown where I really kind of stress tested the system, mm -hmm. uh, and that I ran uh, the Wizards Hardback Storm King's Thunder for two groups. Oh, ran the whole of Storm King's Thunder using this system and the progression was I thought up cool magical items they mm. could have so that they were able to take on the tougher enemies. But otherwise, yeah, we, we ran through the whole campaign because the, the system is so flexible that you just decide is what you're trying to do to do with your body, your mind or your senses. And it's it, it's got to fit one of those three. That work that works. Well, could you tell us a little bit about the D the D20 future show? <laughs> Sure, absolutely. So my um, my route into roleplay gaming was uh, the game D20 Future. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I bought it. I read it. I thought, I, I can do this. Why not? Uh, gathered a, a few nerdy friends and we sat around a table and we played a session. And then during session two of our campaign, somebody said, we should record this. And I <laughs> thought, yeah, we, we could do that. And so I thought, well, I'll put it out as a podcast. I like podcasts. That can't be hard to do. 
Uh, the D20 Future Show is born. Uh, I think the first episode, which I think is is lost into the mists of me not being able to pay for uh, web hosting, but I, th- <laughs> I think episode three is like our so episode one is like our third session ever of role playing. Um, the cast has has grown since then, and we now have played all sorts of systems. Uh, so we've played we played D20 Future and Modern. We've played uh, the Expanse RPG. Oh. We have played. Oh, some some like indie sci-fi games. We have, of course, played 5e. Everyone has to play 5e. I think that's the law. Uh, we've played some of the Grant Howitt one-page RPGs, uh, both on stream and on the podcast. Uh, my favourite is Jason Statham's Big Vacation, in which you have to make sure Jason Statham has a good holiday. Um, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I, I've caught that one just yet. <laughs> oh, it's 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 the best, uh, and allows me to do my terrible Jason Statham impression. So uh, that's that's always an added bonus. Could you give us a preview of that? Sure. Um, yeah, my name's Jason Statham, and I want to do an owl sanctuary. <laughs> there it is. Um, that, that is a quote from one Excellent. of the games I've run. Um, yeah, Excellent. so J- Jason, uh, that's that's become a bit of a kind of recurring. I run it at least every year. That game played uh, once. Once kind of lockdown happened, we started streaming as well. So we have a, a bi-weekly five uh, E stream at the minute. Uh, but we've streamed the upcoming uh, Kickstarted and now waiting to be published Everyday Heroes, which is like a bit of a return to our roots in that it's 5e system, but it's kind of sci-fi and modern action games. Yes, yes. Um, which is kind of, so sci-fi is sort of my passion, uh, but I acknowledge that everyone kind of role plays fantasy, <laughs> and so we, we do a lot of that as well. Oh, uh, see, I got my start with more science fiction and superhero games when I got into okay. gaming. Uh, mm-hmm. My first one was, uh, people who listen have heard me say this a million times, my first role-playing game that I got was Doctor Who Fossa game back in okay. the 80s. <laughs> but The Expanse, I've yet to pick that up, and I've eyeballed it a million times because I love those books. And, and so I got good. into the series. I, I, did, I actually didn't get into it until lockdown 2020. I had heard about it and I, and it was on Amazon. I, I ended yeah. up picking up the books and, and reading through. I couldn't put them down. Oh. <laughs> they were great. Yeah, no, they, 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 the books are so brilliantly written um, that I kind of, I mean, I, I, I came to it through the show, uh, which was first on Netflix and then moved over to Amazon. And, and so, um, yeah, that's kind of how, how I discovered it. The um, just before lockdown, I think it was kickstarted the system mm-hmm. by Green Ronin. Yes. So it uses their uh, AG. Sorry, I'm, I'm a, like a systems nerd, so I always end up going to system. Uh, uses the um, adventure game engine. So mm-hmm. it's uh, 3D6s, and if two of them match, something cool happens. Um, but it's. I, I have a really good time with the Expanse RPG. Um, we, I mean, in fact, I'm part of the. There's like a, a Facebook and now sort of slightly beyond Facebook uh, online community. So I've written a bunch of adventures. Uh, we've just finished a one-page planet jam where uh, you write um, an adventure set through kind of the ring gates. Um, it's, yeah, I, I, I've had a really, really good time with it. And we have recorded one session of our D20 Future Show campaign where we play through Abzu's Bounty, which was the first kind of long-published campaign yeah that uh green ronin have written we yeah we played essentially session zero of that and then real life has got in the way and we we haven't haven't managed to, to play the second session yet but uh, oh no um, that's terrible <laughs> uh, it, it we we all kind of know it's coming and that it's going to be fine that we will uh we will return to the uh yeah the crew of the abzu's bounty so am i am i incorrect in saying that most of your gaming history has been streamed on the internet for the most part or 
Yeah, I mean, almost all of it's been podcasted. Um, a lot of it has also been streamed. Yeah, so I, I, um, I, I took it up about. I started gaming about seven years ago, I would guess. And yeah, so a, a lot of it's kind of out there in in digital format, one way or the other. So, how did you come up with D twenty Modern D twenty Future? I'm curious how you gravitated to that game first and initially. What was the what was the moment that said, I'm going to pick this game up and play this one? <laughs> so just a, f a few years before I kind of started, my brother uh, came up to visit. And he is a, a much more experienced role player than I, though younger than me, ran D20 Modern for us. And I was like, yes, I love <laughs> sci-fi gaming. I, I can see this game, but set in a universe with, I have, um, I, I used to run, um, not run, I used to play a, a science fiction uh, war game called Stargrunt. Mm -hmm. So I have hundreds of uh, sci-fi military figures oh yeah um like lo loads and loads in like a hard sci-fi style uh, from a company called grand zero games mm -hmm. um i i love their figures i love their kind of their, their game and their world and i thought yes i can do like star grunt but role-playing game i could do that and i bought d20 modern as a result um so that that was kind of why that was the one that was on my shelf and yeah when i got married that for whatever reason that meant i just i i, I ended up doing a lot more reading there it was. I read through the book cover to cover, thought, yeah, I can do this. How hard can this be? Um, and no one yet has told me I can't do it. So uh, here we are. Excellent. Excellent. So I'm curious, you seem to be into sci-fi. I'm going to ask, what are, what are some, some science fiction, some science fiction stuff you're really into that I, we might check out or you might suggest for folks or. Okay. I mean, my, my teenage years were spent reading Asimov. Oh yes, um, the school library had <laughs> basically everything Asimov had written. Had read, I th had written, I think, and so I read all of that. At some point, someone is going to give me the millions and millions of dollars to make the iRobot TV series. Oh, iRobot been... is is it, I've said this since I was probably in junior high. is one of my all time favorite science fiction books. It's beautiful. It, it's, it, it's a masterpiece. It, it is a masterpiece. It, it, it is good. It's just and it's just a couple of short stories that are that are interesting. You've got like the robots worshiping the what was it? it was like like a broken down generator. Oh boy, it's been so long. And they yeah, turn it into a religion like as they're circling around. <laughs> everyone's idea that the um, uh, liar is the one that lives with me. Uh, the robot that um, can read people's minds and then lies to them. Uh, robot dreams the one who uh, experiences dreams and then dr susan calvin speaks to who says here tell me about your dreams and he's like yeah i overthrew all of humanity and murdered them all and i became king of the robots um that's that's what that's really what he wanted to do um yes yeah, so I, I i love asimov i mean if if guys if you're hearing from me that asimov is good then uh, go, <laughs> go, go, go out and read some asimov I, I can't i can't help you any further i appreciate asimov i used to read the norby chronicles as a kid okay <laughs> i remember that <laughs> um i i love john Wyndham as well uh the expanse books again uh if you've not read leviathan wakes go, go out get that that's awesome yeah I, i'm uh, just starting through a rewatch of babylon 5 which was a um sci-fi show in the 90s i have it all on uh dvd it's it's amazing i love it um there's more doctor who coming uh, what are, i'm excited that's, this well as we're recording when this comes out it'll already be out but as we're recording this, there's a new the last Jody Whittaker episode is this yeah. Sunday. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, I, I await it uh, impatiently. Um, so yeah, I mean, sci-fi novels and TV shows. There's, there's so much out there that's great. If uh, if you're one of the people who I guess 
has bought an iPhone recently and so have access to Apple TV+. Plus. Um, I don't know if anyone who has doesn't have it just because they bought an iPhone. Uh, the Foundation series is kind of like they made a TV show for me. That's that's real cool. That's the one I need to catch because I've I've only read oh. like well, I think the first book in the Foundation series when I was younger. I don't think I read, but I, I need to catch that because I do. Yeah, I, I need to see that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's like high production value sci-fi TV show in a kind of really out there world. It's 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 cool. I love it dealing with big ideas it's it's yeah it's it's like they made a show for me uh, gaming wise i tried i mean d20 modern is and d20 future are very much based on the 3.5 engine mm-hmm. things have moved on yeah i would look out for everyday heroes but there are there are other 5e sci-fi games out there um the expanse rpg again is is it's really really good um just allows you to build really fascinating tension as a gm uh, gives you lots of kind of breadth to create your character rather than kind of guiding you down specific uh, lines as as like 5e does yeah the sci-fi is great get out of there find some sci-fi there's this <laughs> i appreciate it. i appreciate it uh could you tell the listeners because we're coming about in time could you tell the listeners where they can wow. find you online where they can pick up fantasy adventure and where they can check out the d20 yeah. future show Absolutely. Uh, let me get plugging. So uh, you can find uh, my my games, such as they are, uh, at richardkirk.itch.io. That's Kirk is spelled K-I-R-K-E. There you can find Fantasy Adventure for five bucks. It is a complete system for five bucks. I believe it's really, really good, and that's astonishing value. If you want to introduce someone to RPGs, it's, it's the system to do it. Uh, you can also find the playtest document for Among the Stars, which is my hard sci-fi uh, role-playing game uh, design. So it's original system. It's very much in the playtesting, waiting for me to have time to work on it phase. But if you want to playtest it, I, it's it's a functional game. It is it is broken in some places, and I'm trying to fix those. I understand uh, this. That. <laughs> that, that's available for free. If you want to, uh, if you play D&D, uh, let's face it, if you're listening to this, you, you probably play D&D. Uh, you can find my adventures on the DM's Guild. Um, the uh, probably the best place to start is my free adventure, which is called uh, the Dungeon of Access. That is part of my Normank Ook adventure. It's a two-parter. Uh, the first of which sees you uh, go through a stupid dungeon. Uh, there, it's a three-room dungeon. All of the rooms are stupid. Um, you will either amuse or deeply irritate your players. Um, that's kind of <laughs> up to you. Uh, but there, I've uh, a, a series of, of stupid D and D adventures that I've written there. The D20 Future Show is available on all good, evil, and neutral podcast platforms. Just search for The D20 Future Show, uh, and you can find us on twitch.tv forward slash D20 Future Show. And if uh, you are into Twitter, as I am, uh, people hate Twitter and, and have bad <laughs> things to say. I love Twitter. Twitter I'm a is fan great. Of it. I like you it. just <laughs> need to curate your experience. Yes. Um, that person, you know, that one you're thinking of, block them. <laughs> uh, and then like the next three people you thought of and it gets a lot better immediately um and uh yeah we are at uh twitter uh we are at d20 future show uh all one word uh, that's us i tweet uh, every now and again my political opinions slip out but mostly i tweet about gaming how much i love it and where to find cool gaming products well thank you for coming on it's been great getting a chance to talk with you it's been a delight thanks so much logo no doubt if you've enjoyed what you've heard today 
Give us a positive review wherever you're listening. You can find us on Facebook. Search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We can really use any support we can get. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.